Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. It is Sunday, May 21st, 2022, and this is day 1887 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you and praise you. We honor you and only you above all others. You are our sovereign God. You are in control of every single thing. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us your peace, your love, your joy. And thank you for giving us a choice. That's the one thing you do not uh, take control of. And you very well could, but you want to give us a choice to show that whether we truly love you or not, we have a choice to do so. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is overcoming heart issues overcoming heart issues and a lot of times we have things that weigh our hearts down that can keep us from fulfilling our purpose uh, can actually make us physically sick and God wants us to give it all to him we're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 21 verses 34 through 38 and I have lots of other scriptures I'll be reading to you today so we'll start off with Luke 21 verse 34 through 38 And Jesus is teaching about uh, how we need to remain watchful and uh, being aware of what's going on and how to use self-control. He's saying, be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. And he's talking about his second coming when he comes to rapture up or uh, get the believers uh, to be caught up in the air to be with him. He says, be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen And that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. And the Son of Man here, he's talking about himself, about Jesus. Each day, Jesus was teaching at the temple. And each evening, he went out and spent to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. You notice what... One of the things that Jesus did that is a prime example for all of us is that he would spend time with the Father every day. And then he was able, so he'd preach, teach, then he would go and spend the night on the mountaintop of the Mountain of Olives. And then early in the morning, the people, this is another example, were hungry for the word and they would come to him to hear him 
at the temple to teach early in the morning. Didn't say just on Sunday morning. <laughs> we need more than Sunday morning. It's good if you go to church on Sunday. Keep doing that. But it's not just a Sunday thing. It's not just a Sunday relationship with God. God wants us with him always. And so we need to make sure to start to do that if we're not already. Point number one, Jesus said in John 14, 1 through 4, he says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. And the King James Version says many mansions. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Jesus is saying, I'm not going to lie to you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And the way is through accepting him, Jesus, as our Savior and as our Lord. This is how we overcome heart issues. First, believe in the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. That means we will not allow anything to disrupt our relationship with God, no matter who they are or what they do. Uh, no matter who they are, what they do, no matter who their affiliations are, their financial status, no one or nothing uh, should ever disrupt our relationship with the Lord. I'm going to read to you Romans chapter 8, verse 37 through 39. One, uh, another one of my favorite scriptures. And this is Paul speaking, and he says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For And he's talking about Christ. He says, For I am convinced that neither life, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to God. So understanding that we, nothing, we should allow nothing um, to separate us from the love of God. And you notice in that very first verse that I read in Luke 34, it says, he says, be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with the things of this world, is basically what he was describing. We have a choice. We have self-control. We need to use it. Then second, God will always be with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. Matthew 28, 20 says, and Jesus says to, was saying to his disciples, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the ages. And he will one day rescue us and give us eternal life. Mm. Let me go now to Revelation, which is so amazing and just beautiful that we can... We have God's word 
uh, to keep us in this race, to keep us strong because we're in a time where we're being attacked more than ever before. I would say to you, it's going to continue and it will get worse based upon what the Bible says. So we need to make sure that we stay strong, keeping our hearts fit, keeping our bodies physically fit, uh, our spiritual man fit. Revelation 21, 1 through 4, and uh, the Holy Spirit gave this to John, uh, Jesus' disciple. And while he was put on an island to die, the island of Patmos, and he was exiled there. And then while being there, even while being there left to die, you know, you see how God will do it. God used him to write the book of Revelation through the Holy Spirit. And he showed him all the things that are to come. And he wrote this so that we will know and so that we will be encouraged. It will keep our hearts strong. He says, Revelation 21 and 1, he says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Oh, glory to God. God himself, man. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will, there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. That means Satan is gone. <laughs> he is locked up. We are now enjoying a new earth. God, it, it was so uh, uh, corrupt that God had to get rid of the old world, the old earth, and bring in a new one. That is why when they say, yeah, we are... The earth is decaying. We've got to save our earth. Absolutely it is. That is what the word of God says is going to happen. So don't fret. We still should take care of things and, you know, honor what God has blessed us with. But based upon the word of God, he's going to bless us with a whole new earth. And guess what? There will no longer be nighttime. It will always be day. There will no longer be a need for the sun, the moon, or the stars because Jesus is the light and he'll be there <laughs> present with us. We will be present with him. And, you know, it'll just be a delight all the time. It is just, just no more tears, no more weights of the world. No more enemies. Oh my gosh, what a what a blessing it's going to be. But listen, we need to enjoy life now while we're here. God has blessed us so that we can, even while going through the different trials and tribulations and, and the hardships. And, and God says, I am with you. I'll never leave you or forsake you. So hide these words in your heart, for they will keep your heart strong and fit. 
you know, um, when my husband um, started a men's breakfast. Now, first of all, knowing my, my husband has gone through so much with his heart, with literal heart issues, and has had several um, surgeries to repair it and stents put in to you know, keep him from having heart attacks and a pacemaker put in and a defibrillator put in. And, you know, he takes medications to keep his heart strong. And and he went through a period where it was really hard. And uh, just, you know, having to learn how to live life differently. You know, he was extremely active and worked all the time. He, he was always an amazing provider for all of us, my myself and our three children, a good provider and, you know, um, loving husband. Uh, of course we had our issues and listen, it wasn't perfect <laughs> and still is not because none of us are, but we are in our spiritual man that if we're saved, our spirit is perfect in Christ. But, you know, we, we've been together and, and, and truly loving the Lord. He's, he dedicated um, his life to serving the Lord later in life. And uh, the Lord called him to do something while he was having some rough times himself. And uh, he understood that, you know, I can't get around as quickly as I used to. He used the cane right now. Um, but I still have a calling. God has still, so some years ago, God told, put on his heart to start a men's breakfast and at first he didn't want to do it, you know, and the Lord got his attention in ways that only he could. And he started to do it. Now, this men's breakfast, because my husband was, you know, he, of course, went to church when he was a kid. I shouldn't say, of course, I didn't go as a child, but <laughs> he grew up in church and then later did, didn't go. And uh, he did come to church with me a few times. Uh, he got saved, rededicated his life to Christ, but that as far as he went for several years. And then later, uh, probably a good 10 years ago, he uh, put, he said, I'm all hands in, basically all hands on deck. He's there 100% and doing the will of God. And um, so he, he started doing that breakfast and I would help and help him cook and do things like that till he got other men in there that that started and started off, you know, with a few people, a lot of his nephews and um, our son and uh, some of his friends. But it wasn't your typical men's breakfast. It wasn't your uh, typical men that go to any church. And I, and I say that not to put anybody down either, but just these were men that were uh, on the streets that lived a life that some might say thuggish life or, you know, uh, doing drugs and selling drugs and pimping and doing all kind of things like that. But um, these were men that had gotten older and uh, they were no longer that way, but some of them were ailing in their bodies. Uh, they were, their hearts were broken. And uh, some of the things that they were dealing with were really hard and they would have conversation and it wasn't like Bible study, typical Bible study. It was, hey, let's get together. Let's eat some breakfast and let's talk. And uh, my husband loved it. And it was what God had called him to do because he, he was out there in the world with a lot of those men. And he knew a lot of 
the men, you know, and uh, his friends, they, they were similar. They, they just, you know, they were good people, but was living a, a wild life. And one of the main things that he said was just, that was kind of got to his heart was that several of the men were heartbroken because their children did not want to talk to them. Now we have to understand that they were not in their children's lives. They chose to go carousing and partying and doing the things they were doing while their children were coming up and the mothers were raising the children or the grandparents were raising the children. They did not they were not in their lives for whatever reason. And so they were trying to be a part of their lives now after they had got realized, you know what, I messed up. I I missed some of the best parts of my children's lives and and now you know they don't want to talk to me because I wasn't there for them and I understand I get it where the kids are coming from they were adults now and they were like you weren't in my life when I was coming up you you weren't there for me you didn't help me you didn't help my my parents or my grandparents or whoever was raising me now you want to come into my life and they had an outlet at the breakfast and they felt safe and they could share about these things. And, and that's just surface stuff that I know I wasn't in their meetings, So I didn't, and, and, you know, there were lots of other things that were done said that was confidential, but, um, this I can share and how their hearts were heavy and they were able to, uh, pray and, uh, be encouraged by one another through my husband and, he would give them scripture and uh, they began to come every time he would have the men's meeting. And it, I think it was either, yeah, I think it was every Saturday. And, um, you know, they started coming. It started off with a few and they started bringing their friends and, you know, and lives were changed. Healing was taking place. And I don't know, you know, if they ever got to talk to their children. But what I do know is that they were healed, that they realized that God loved them still, that they could repent and make a change. God, this is what I love about the Lord. He says, repent. He doesn't say, let me take you through a 12 course situation here, (laughs) 12 steps before you can get in. Let me take you through uh, counseling before you can get in. No, He doesn't, nothing wrong with counseling, nothing wrong with the other stuff. You know, we do, we we do what we got to do. But Jesus doesn't do us like that. He says, repent and I will forgive you as far as the east is from the west. I'll never remember it again. We remember it. He says, let it go. Forget about it. When you truly forgive, you will forget. It's a process. You might not forget immediately, but as you draw closer to God, those things don't bother you anymore like they used to. I am a, a true uh, witness to that. That it, it, when you have the love of God truly in your heart, you will not be able to stay bitter or angry towards somebody that's harmed you. Even though they were wrong, and if they've apologized and they've repented, then the, the least we can do is also forgive. And of course, that's between you and the Lord. 
And God is saying, I'm here for you to heal you. You've been harmed and hurt too. God is saying, I will heal you. Whatever it is, whatever side of the equation you're on, whether you've been the one that's been hurt or the one that perpetrated the hurt, God is there for both parties. Isn't that awesome? Oh, glory to God. He's saying, I'm here for you today. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the ultimate, to be with him for eternity. Oh, glory be to God. I love you all so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on T-Zone KC to learn more about what we're doing, uh, tzonekc.org, <laughs> to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. And we are able to do this all because of so many of you. Thank you with all my heart for your donations, for your prayers, and for your support. Oh, may God bless you above and beyond what you could ever think or even imagine. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.